Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. No guest today, no fantastic introduction, although I could give you a great introduction, which I might be doing right now. I suppose that really all depends on A, how much you like me and how much you like my voice, and B, if you care at all. I think... There's a few things I wanted to talk about. There's a few things I wanted to say. There's a few things I wanted to kind of get off my chest. Is this a rant? Not really. Um, I read an article about a lady who backed away from a coaching industry, her coaching industry, her coaching gig because she got some news or she heard something. Or it was the Vegas shooter. She said she was she was in Vegas and the shooter went down and, and he was somebody was running down the hallway and yelling, "There's a shooter, active shooter." And, she said to herself, I, you know, afterwards, I don't know the whole story. I didn't, it was a dumb read, to be honest with you, and it was choppy and it, was, it wasn't very well put together. Kind of how I write. So, which is now actually why I speak more. My speaking is much like my writing, um, all over the place. <laughs> so, long and skinny is she backs away from a coaching industry. I guess she has a reflection on her life and she contemplates what she's doing. She decides that she cannot live with the advice that she's giving with the people or she doesn't want that on her conscience that she's giving people advice or she lost faith in herself because she saw something or experienced something. And the reason I'm bringing this up, I think, is because There's so much that a coach does or a speaker does or somebody in the position of having an audience or a soapbox. When you get started and when you, you know, when you're when you're young in the industry, it doesn't matter what age you are, but when you're young in the industry, there's a lot of ego involved because you're coming out of an uh, an, an egotistical place. You're coming out of a a world where most people are earn 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 etc etc look what i have look what i'm wearing look at the size of my house look at my car and then these coaches get into this i'm going to teach you how to make money online i'm going to teach you this i'm going to teach you that and you see a lot of these coaches we see a lot of these coaches i'm just going to put a period right there you see a lot of these coaches and that's why you see other people saying you know be careful who you pick and all that sort of stuff and and as a coach myself i flat out say do not go with the first person you interview. You have to, as somebody who's picking a coach, you have to legitimately connect. You have to feel a connection with your coach. And there are a million coaches. Do not pick the first one. Granted, you can do an interview. You can do the interview process and and and, and hunt down, you know, five or ten coaches. And if the first one is the best one and the, and the one you like the most, then by all means go with the first one. But don't make one phone call. Anyway, back to this lady. 
She then goes on to say that she went off and she did a waitressing job and yada, 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 yada. And now she's back. She's reaffirmed herself and she's reassessed herself. And she now believes in herself enough to have her clients connect with her in a new venture, I suppose. So, I mean, the funny thing about this is when she, you know, she initially talked about money. She initially talked about how it, you know, I walked away and she gave figures, $25,000 a month business. And she's like, I'm going to go wait tables. Um, funny thing. I read this in one of the groups. So uh, if you're listening right now, the woman who I'm speaking of, I don't remember your name and I do apologize. I would give you full credit for this. It was just one of those things that I skimmed. Um, but if you are listening, certainly shoot me an email and you'll get full credit uh, for the story. Um, if you want it, or if you want to talk about what went down, because it really did catch my attention. Um, you know, we, we, there's so much that goes on in a daily life in in a day. There's so much that goes on in, in a life in the day, a day in the life of you, of me, of your siblings, of your significant other, of, (laughs) of your dog, man. Like there's so much that goes on all over and we assume so we, we assume a lot as well. So we fill in the blanks and we, and we do all these things where, you know, we assume that we know what you're thinking of based on what we're thinking of. And this is what I was talking about earlier with regards to this, this woman, you know, when you're, when you're coaching and when you're giving advice and if you think to yourself, you know, something terrible happened, I could have lost my life. Am I really the person that is going to give advice to people. Well, you're not a coach. Isn't giving advice to random people. I mean, sure. We'll chirp and we'll say stuff, but unsolicited advice is worthless. Just like if you're looking for a coach and you don't want to pay for it, that's worthless information to you because you don't value this, even though you might value some tricks and some trades and some things that go on, you know, getting, there's a massive difference between getting involved in coaching and listening to inspirational quotes or anything like that. But it's, it's a, it's a phenomenal state. It's a phenomenal mindset to be in to, to say, you know, I'm going to walk away from this. And then, you know, we've, a lot of people forget when they're certainly when they're in the coaching and when they're in, you know, the, the realm that they're in, that they're growing too. You know, a coach, it's, this is going to be a little bit tricky to, to convey. A coach will look at another coach and say, that person's got it all together. Or society will look at the rest of society and say, how come I don't have it figured out like they have it figured out? Meanwhile, every single person on the planet's like, I don't know what I'm doing. What the hell is going on here? Right? So we live in a world where we limit ourselves. This woman limited herself. She said, I almost died. I can't be trusted. I'm second guessing myself. I'm second guessing my position. I'm second guessing my deliverables. I'm second guessing everything. I'm out. I'm not going to be responsible for helping other people if I can't help myself. And the funny thing about that is that is a mental state that 99% of the world has. Where they, they fear, fear of themselves, fear of there's the, there's the fear of success. There's, there's fear, fear of success, fear of failure. Fear of what will they say? Fear of what will they think? Fear of not being good enough. The idea that there's somebody out there judging you sits sits in the minds of a lot of people. The idea that if you do something and if you make a mistake, like it's it's terminal. 
I mean, we can talk about mistakes. We've all made, if you haven't made a mistake, if you're listening to this and you're judging somebody for making a mistake, no matter how egregious that mistake, if they're, if they've attempted reparations, believe it. If they've not attempted reparations, move on. But you yourself, the listener to this right now, has never, or is not, uh, is not um, innocent of not doing something stupid, right? Or not doing something foolish. I mean, look at these dumb things right now. There's an arrest warrant for Odell Beckham Jr. because he slapped a guy's ass, right? And this, and this world hey, it was partying and and the guard was in the locker room if you guys don't know the story a guard was in the locker room the, the security guard Odell Beckham Jr. came up behind him slapped him in the ass like a locker room pat on the butt maybe with more force who knows uh assault it's charged with assault arrest warrant for him charged with assault this is the world we live in right and it's got nothing to do with with him the assault of this to that it's got everything to do with capitalizing on a a fear of not making a move it's a push narrative to not make a move and to be, you know, to be living in fear. Um, it's a funny thing, right? So if, if you're afraid of success and if you're afraid of failure and if you're afraid of all this stuff, you have to ask yourself where this fear came from, you know, and there's no one incidence because it's not one thing. You know, if you burn yourself on a, on a kettle, that's that, you know, that's pain. But if you still need to get at that kettle, you're going to, you're going to pat your hand up real quick, wrap it up with something and then grab at that kettle again. Right, so we really have to think about what fear is. We really have to think about why we're afraid of what we're afraid of. We really have to think about what story we're telling ourselves with regards to what it is that we're doing. Since every single narrative that you're gonna find out there is gonna tell you to be afraid, virtually every single narrative, there are it's few and far between right now of positivity. It's just a continuous bombardment of bullshit. Fear, fear, fear. I, for one, don't want to support that narrative anymore. I don't want to support the idea that people have to live in fear. And then when you break it down from people, it's you. You yourself right now, the listener, are responsible for how you choose to act, react, think, and feel. You have the ability to take all the information that you currently have and form an idea. Problem is, we as a collective society were never taught how to think. We were only taught what to think. And when you're only taught what to think, you are crippled, you're handicapped, you are you're you're you know, you're swinging for the fences and you got you got no baseball bat. You know, that right there, that statement right there, crippled, handicapped. I said it, and I'm like, maybe that's going to be offensive because there's a whole bunch of things that goes on in the world, in society that we're saying. There's nothing wrong with being, quote-unquote, crippled or, quote-unquote, you know, whatever. There's nothing wrong with it. It is the way it is. It is the way we are. But there's a society out there that wants to jump down the throats of every single person. They want to take what's inside of them and force those thoughts into your, like they want to say, I, you said this and you thought this, and this was your intention. And I'm telling you this, if you're, if you're a, if, listen to me right now, listener, <laughs> the person listening right now, set yourself in the third position and look at, at the person arguing on the left and the person arguing on the right, the person on the left, just like me, I said something, the person on the right says you meant this and you're watching both of this 
how and in what realm does the person on the right have the audacity, the ability, the the charisma, the character? How can they flat out say, you said this and you meant this? When what the person on the right is saying is, here is everything that I know about myself and society, and I am now projecting back onto you your own words through my personal filter. And then some people agree with him, and then some people don't. But you as the observer are saying, this guy said something, and that's what he said. But this guy's now accusing him of saying something, and now this guy has to apologize. Did you guys hear about what Triple H did? He, he, made, he, he was off the cuff. He said something about Paige the wrestler, and she was notorious for this scandal. But he said something like, he, she probably has kids that, that, that she doesn't even know about. And like 10 years ago, that would have been funny. That would have been main stage funny. That would have been D-Generation X quotable quotes. Like, this is the wrestling industry. Triple H has to publicly announce an apology. What, what, is, this, what is this world that we're living in? This, this fear world, right? And I bring up these incidences and I bring up these positions because we... Again, if we, if we, the listener, if we picture ourselves as the third party in a, in a two-person argument, and now we expand upon that, and we, the, and we, the listener, we ourselves, the person right now, I'm talking directly to you into your earballs. If you look at the rest of the world and you watch them all argue, it's up to you to dismiss the bullshit. It's up to you to say, Triple H said something that was probably funny but not offensive, but we're not going to fire him. Don Cherry's going to get fired. I'm not going to have a, something to say with that. We, we've, got, we've got all this absolute, total, and utter chaos all around us. And in Canada, we've got the, the royals, right? What is it? Prince, one of the princes, what's his, Harry? Prince Harry and what's her nuts? Uh, Markle want to move to Canada, right? And everyone's like, oh, no, Prince Harry wants to you know leave. It's like the funniest thing is the headlines. You see the headlines. It's like... The 35-year-old grandson moves out of grandma's house uh, and, and needs support or, or walks away from his allowance. But then Canada's like, we're going to subsidize you, your taxes. We're going to give you $500,000. Trudeau's going to, here, come, move, live here. We'll pay for this and that and the other thing. Da, 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 da. <laughs> like, what do you really think your tax dollars are for, right? But that's the distraction. The ultimate distraction is all the absolute noise that you, the listener, have to sift through. It's incredible. It's incredible. And the whole purpose of all of it is to make sure that you consistently live in fear and doubt yourself and second guess yourself and question your ability to achieve. There are people out there that are rocking it right now and they're just listening to this podcast because I don't know, whatever they want, you know, but there are people that need to hear these words, right? You've been tricked. You've been duped. Now's the time for you to start learning how to think. I'm not insulting you. I'm saying our entire existence is based on the fact that we were told what to think, not how to think. And if you come up with something that's a logical thought, but it goes against the mainstream narrative, guess what? You're labeled the Looney Tunes. You're crazy. So you either think exactly what you're told to think or you're a conspiracy theorist. There is no in between. And that's done on purpose too. And why I've gone this far, 15 minutes into this a delicious little episode, without a guest for the first time in a while, is because it's up to you. You have the ability to turn off the television. You have the ability to turn off the podcast. You have the ability to shut your phone. I guess we don't shut phones anymore because they're all tablet style. But you could shut your phone. Smash. Right? 
Let's go back to analog phones. Stay away from 5G. Again, oh, did I just did I just introduce more fear? Possibly, probably. Other people saying, you know, eh, you're hard to follow. Well, I don't get it. I don't get what you're saying. Well, if you don't get what I'm saying, ask questions. Ask me, ask them, ask anybody. Ask questions. I guarantee you, you've got questions. There is, at this moment in time, absolutely nothing you can't do. Absolutely nothing. You have an entire life to figure out how to make something work and how to get something done. You've been told that you need to have money and a lot of it. If you want to be happy, you need to be rich and famous and popping bottles and driving Lambos. That's bullshit. Happiness is a mindset. Happiness is a mentality. Happiness is a state of being. It's not... Anyway, that's a whole other topic. If you're fat and you want to lose weight, go to the gym and repeat. If you want confidence, go to the gym and repeat. If you want to learn how to break free from your nine to five, find out the people online that are doing it, connect with them, watch them, view them, ask questions. There's nothing, nothing, nothing in any form of anything anywhere that would prevent you from finding your happiness and creating the life that you want to create. And sarcasm, that sar- well, there's this and there's that. Well, what if I don't have a leg and I want a leg? Well, what if that's my happiness? Well, if you don't have a leg and you want a leg, then to create that happiness is to be happy with what you have and learn to work the system. Learn to work within what you've got, right? Look inside you. Everything that you've been hunting outside is inside. And all the pain that we feel, all the internalized garbage that's inside us is meticulously placed there by our environment. And I think it's there so that we can observe it, view it, overcome it, and learn what it takes to be happy. Because if everything was perfect at all times, we would still be miserable. So we need to go through the bullshit that we've gone through, the misery. We need to, we need to face-to-face acknowledge our own effing bullshit. We need to acknowledge it. And then we need to step out of it. We need to acknowledge that it's up to us to, again, turn off the television, turn off the radio, stop listening to this crap, stop listening to this new Eminem song that's promoting uh, gun safety or what have you. Like, this thing is ridiculous. This is such a mandate. It should make people look into the Vegas shooter. It should make people look into the Vegas shooter. Look into it. Ask questions. Holy juniper. Anyway, I could go on for hours and hours and hours. This isn't a conspiracy episode because I'm doing as I'm told. I must be doing what's supposed to be, you know. I can't, I, I can either... Think the way I'm told to think, or I can think for myself, and either way, I'm a nut job, right? Well, we've come to the end of this episode, and I, you know, I just, I kind of wanted to vent, I kind of wanted to talk, but I kind of wanted to say, man, you've got it. You've got it. We're here to find happiness. We're not here to buy Lambos, right? You've got all the time in the world, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, you. There, everything that you tell yourself why you can't do it is subliminally that was put in your head society put that in your head somehow right stop telling yourself you can't start telling yourself you can and ladies and gentlemen in the infamous words of red green keep your stick on the ice 
Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.